Radio Sports Summer of Cricket, the podcast with Brian Waddle and Jeremy Coney. Thanks to Sky Sports, because life needs more sport. It may be an old cliche, but I think England have grabbed a defeat from the jaws of victory. They were on target to beat New Zealand in this game. I think that that's fair to say, while uh, Owen Morgan and James Vince were at the crease. But when uh, Mitchell Santner got the wicket of Owen Morgan, then the game slipped into decline. New Zealand scored a uh, innings of 180 for the loss of seven, due mainly to some outstanding batting again by Colin de Grandhomme, 55, Guptill, 33, some uh, good hitting too from Taylor, 27, and all through the innings they managed to put together some uh, substantial uh, team total, but not so much individuals, but de Grandhomme being man of the match, of course, was... Uh, the star performer and Jeremy Coney batting wise New Zealand set a good defendable target got up quickly got a lot of boundaries away particularly through Guptill uh, fell you know a little bit short in that next sort of period of the game when wickets started to fall De Grandom came in at number four as he has throughout this tournament and he's played nice languid shots and he's got to 50-plus today and then got himself out. And he might feel, looking back on it, he could have had a few, left a few runs out there because he, he was playing the ball so nicely. So that's something for him to work on. The, the tail was adequate without being outstanding. But a total overall of 180, Brian, was competitive. There's always a little bit more in those runs because you've scored them. Yes. Uh, but it, it seemed as though the last five overs in both innings, it was difficult to piece together that those big totals because the ball might have been getting a little bit older. That, and that's possible. It's, yeah. we, certainly the ball started to tail for uh, for the Curran brothers. Um, and, and certainly England were very well positioned once through their more experienced players with about sort of six overs to go. They needed 40 runs. They really should have won that game. And I think Owen Morgan felt quite keenly that the, that the young players coming in in the middle order and lower didn't quite do the job for their side. So they've got those things to learn as well. The current boys bowled well for England and uh, they were probably the pick because uh, Mahmood went for 49. Brown, not bad, 34. Parkinson, two overs for 14. There wasn't much more of an opportunity for him. Well, they'd run out of overs. Yes, and Gregory, two overs for 19, but it was the Currens who did the the job. 29 runs conceded by each of them. Yeah, well, that's that's right. And, they, and Sam Curran usually starts off. He gets to try and gets to swing. Tom Curran showed us that he could actually reverse swing the ball, and he's got a good slower ball and a good Yorker. But there was no Jordan, who's been the bowling pick, if you like, for England so far. There was no Rashid. Uh, even though Parkinson didn't do too badly whatsoever. A and, of course, Bearstow didn't play today. So three major players for England were, were not in this side today. And we, you can't forget that. That's quite an important sort of omission for England. They're wanting to look at other players. At 139 for two, Vince and Morgan were going along in winning fashion, weren't they? They were, particularly Vince, who played a, a very good innings, I thought. He's, a, he's got a 50 in Christchurch, and now he's followed it up here with an almost a 50 as well. So he looks good. Milan, again, looked, I thought, in, in good touch as well. He's a good player. Uh, Banton showed a little sign, even though he you know, didn't quite get to 20, but he showed signs as well as a young player that he's got, he's got some places to go to. So... Yeah, I think England won't feel too disappointed by that loss. They'd love to have won, of course. 
because they got themselves into a position they should have done. But they had enough little signs that things are starting to come from different places and it might well come together for them. Mixture with the ball for New Zealand. Uh, Tickner, to my mind, was probably the pick of them. He had one expensive over. Ferguson had two early on, but then finished off with uh, two wickets and uh, the economy providing some pressure. Another one, Santner, went for 41 and uh, got the key wicket after an over that was spanked all around the park, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was pl- he was bowling to players who had you know left-handers, and that's quite very quite difficult because you're going to be hit to that leg side that he was trying to be very much aware of, as everybody was, with the breeze going to that shorter side anyway. And so Santner, yeah, it wasn't quite as easy, but he still varied his pace. Uh, Nisham went for quite a few, and 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 Sodi went for quite a few as well. So although he bowled the nineteenth over and did quite a reasonable job, yeah. so it was a bit sort of up and down for for, for those players. Sally mixed and matched, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did, and and I think that Tickner. Tickner did a good job, and I, I thought, you know, he's he's, wor- he's worth a go. But the end result is New Zealand defended 180, and they weren't looking like being able to do that for a while. Uh, it was a game, to a certain extent, England probably butchered. They were losing. New Zealand were losing that game at the 15th over. Uh, but suddenly they got Morgan out, and then they picked up Billings, and then they got Vince, they got Gregory and Curran in the next overs. Yep, so uh, 2-1, they head to um, Napier, and that's the position you want to be in. Yeah, it certainly is. You'd much rather be there um, and now New Zealand have got the choices ahead of them uh, England are going to have to probably play one of their strong sides so that's going to be a good game. Indeed so 180 for 7 in New Zealand England 166 for 7 a win for New Zealand by 14 runs which gives them that uh, 2-1 lead in the series uh, an enjoyable day at uh, Saxton Oval. We'll hear from uh, Mitchell Santner in just a moment but uh, the highlights of what was an entertaining T20 match. Radio Sports Summer of Cricket with Sky Sports because life needs more sport. Guptill hits yeah. over the onside, but this one's out towards mid-wicket and one bounce for four. Lillery has him tucking it away on the onside behind square, racing away towards the boundary. It's got a lot of pace on, has gone for four. Good timing, using the pace of the ball and hitting it behind square, past the inner field, and the man at square leg had no chance to cut that one off. Good start for New Zealand. 14 for no wicket. Playing into the onside, and he's beaten the man inside the circle again. The other side. He's gone to his right down fine. He's picked it off his pads to the boundary for four. Two in a row. Taken out, and Guptill hits over the slip field down towards their man. I thought he was going over mid on. He looked as though he was trying to play it over mid on. He got a thick edge over the slip, vacant slip cordon. And uh, David Malone says, Look, I'll go and pick that one up. And Guptill hits over the top of the onside this time. One bounce. Stand and deliver. He didn't really move his feet, just. Scooped it up over the infield, out towards the boundary for another four. Bowling to Guptill, and Guptill flicks this one down fine. That'll be four more. On leg stump, just picked off his pads. He's in good touch early on. All round the park too. Guptill 27, it's 31 for none. Guptill, Guptill gets a short ball, pulls it into the onside. One bounce four. Hit down to some degree. It bounced up around about chest high, but he was still able to get over it and hit it down towards the boundary and uh, got four. Here's his next delivery. In from the broadcasting end to bowl to Guptill who uh, launches down the ground very high. Fieldsman getting around might be able to get underneath it. Racing across to try and take the catch and does so. Excellent piece of work. Had to run a long way to get that one and a miss hit to some degree. 
has gone out towards Tom Curran, I think, isn't it? Curran to uh, Munro, who's taken uh, on the edge and is caught. Trying to slog it away on the onside. He's got a top edge. It's gone to short third man. The catch has been taken. And New Zealand lose that second wicket that they could ill afford at this stage. And it's 42 for two now. Bowls now to De Grondheim, who gets a hold of all of that. It was on the leg stump, and De Grondheim's just tucked that around the corner. And down behind square leg, one bounce for four. Mahmood, who's in now to De Grondheim, and it gets it short. And De Grondheim's underneath that, pulls it around on the leg side, and it goes uh, 15 feet back up the embankment. Six runs, Colin De Grondheim. Parkinson at the side, reverse lane, but he's bowled is Seifert, he just got down on one knee, tried to do the reverse sweep and it's gone between his legs and hit uh, and uh, that's out for Tim Seifert. Parkinson and again, bowls to the Grondheim, the Grondheim lofts that ball down the ground and it goes all the way over the fence for six. Bowls to the Grondheim, back over the bowler's head, straight to the side screen, over the side screen for six. Yes, and that's a half century for De Grandholm. 51 from 27 balls, a strike rate of 188, five fours and three sixes. This is De Grandholm at his best. Taylor and Taylor hoists it away on the onside, out towards the backward square leg, clears the field for six. has hit down the ground and he's going to be caught in the deep. Straight to long on, and the change of bowling has worked. Two singles and a wicket. Just what Owen Morgan wanted. Mahmood in now to Nisham. And Nisham looks to get a hold of all of that. It's one bounce for four. Just flicks that off his pads to Nisham. And Nisham gets a foolish ball. And he just cuts that away. Backward of point. All the way to the boundary for four. Just laid the bat down on it. Lovely shot. And raced away. And four more to Nisham, 154 for four. Mahmood in again, and Nisham gets a full ball that he gets underneath. It's going out to the deep, clears the fence. The fielder got a hand to it and just managed to tip it over the crossbar and over the fence for six to Taylor. Taylor's hit on the pad and he's out. Saqib Mahmood uh, gets his first straight one in four overs and uh, he hits Taylor on the pad and uh, Ross Taylor has been, has been uh, dismissed LBW by Saqib Mahmood for 27. And current to Santana, who makes lies out of us all by picking that ball up off his pads and uh, flicking it around the corner. One bounce for four. Lovely shot, Mitchell Santana. Current now, and he bowls Jimmy Neesham. Good ball from Sam Curran. Bustles in, gets that ball through, and it crashes into the bottom of middle and leg. And uh, that's an important wicket for England. Current to Santner. Santner gets a full toss and he drives straight back down past the bowler all the way to the boundary for four. Nothing James Vince could do about that. Just watches it crash into the boundary fence and uh, full toss and he took full advantage of that. To Tim Southey. It's short and Southey tries to get a hold of it. Uh, Santner uh, is run out. Santner is run out attempting the single. Ball went through to Billings. Billings was quick to uh, underarm the ball back to the stumps and Santner was well short, run out by Billings. So New Zealand have finished at 180 for six. While Southie bowls to Banton who drives, drives through extra cover for four. Nice stroke, standing up and hitting on the up through the offside for four and uh, a boundary.
into Milan. And this one has him slashing it away through extra cover. Boy, he hits the ball sweetly on the up, doesn't he? But it was there for him to hit through the line, away to the boundary for four. Too much width. Hoist it away into the onside, out towards midwicket, and straight over the fence for six. Bowling to Banton, who uh, is bold. Tried to be a little fancy, a little too early. He's gone outside the off stump to try and flick it down to long leg. He's missed it completely. There's no real bounce, and uh, Tickner has knocked him over middle stump, 27 for one. There's a full toss. That'll be pulled away into the onside. Chance for a catch. Guptill takes it. Oh, miss hit. Milan knew the moment he got into it that it was going to the safe pair of hands in Martin Guptill. And I don't think Sodi was too happy either. I think it was him that let the first exclamation out. Oh, what have I given him? I've given yeah. him a full toss. Oh, bang, it's a catch. Satner falls again to uh, Vince, who scoops it round the corner. Nice, controlled guide of the ball down towards deep backward square leg, and he got four for it. Nicely played. Vince goes to uh, 24. 101 for the loss of two. It comes up in the 12th over. New Zealand came up exactly the same point of their innings. He sent the balls a short delivery. Pulled away under the onside. Out towards square leg and four more. That's a poor ball. And that's a help yourself from uh, Vince's point of view. I'll take that, he says. Tickner again. Bowling to uh, Vince, who... Hoists it away under the onside, clears the boundary for six, so they're uh, into him now. Tickner had a good start, but he's been picked off with another big stroke away under the onside to the crowd on the embankments, and 116 for two. Here's Morgan launching into a big one, straight out into the deep, over the fence for six. That was the danger. Sent the balls to Morgan, and Morgan hits it high in the air. That's playing into the onside and over the fence for six more. Sent the balls to Morgan, and Morgan pulls it into the onside again. And caught by Munro. Munro in the deep. So he's got the wicket in the end. It was a costly over, but they got the wickets of Owen Morgan out for 18. 139 for the loss of three and an important wicket. The last ball of the 14th over. Southey. Southey gets the ball to Billings and Billings very nearly running. Great piece of fielding. And I think they'll go upstairs and have a look at that. Um, came down a long way to Billings and may well be out. The bat looked to be in the air. In fact, he's walking off. And he's got it. He's going to be. He's going to be well short. He's a metre short of his ground, and that's the end of Billings' last ball of the seventeenth over. Tickner to Vince, and Vince lost it straight down the ground and straight into the hands of Southey, and a comfortable catch. Ferguson again, and he's bowled him. Great ball from Lockie Ferguson, straight through Lewis Gregory. Here's Ferguson to bowling to Sam Curran. He gets a short ball that he has a bit of a cut and he's going to be out. It's gone straight down the throat of, I think that's Jimmy Neesham out there, is it? Munro? Is it Munro? It is Colin Munro. Takes the catch and that's the end of Sam Curran. Sody again. Oh, Good yeah. hit from Tom Curran. That's in the spot for Tom Curran. He just picks that ball up, deposits it over, uh, I guess, cat corner. For six, Southie, last ball of the innings. Bowls to Mahmoud, who gets up underneath it, cuts the ball away towards the boundary. It'll be cut off, though, won't make it to the boundary. Santa Fields 
back to Seifert. And uh, that's it. Shake hands, Tom. Well done, New Zealand. Well done to the Black Caps. Radio Sports Summer of Cricket with Sky Sport. Because life needs more sport. Mitchell Santner, well, that's uh, a good chase down with the ball towards the end because it was heading away from you there for a while. Yeah, it was. I mean, um, credit to the way England came out with the batting. Obviously, the top six was, was pretty key, and they got off to a good start. So um, from there, it was, you know, trying to get wickets through the middle, and, you know, once we got a couple, we didn't, you know, um, let them go a little bit, so that was good. So I guess that's the most pleasing thing, you know, we, we're continuously taking wickets uh, through the 20 overs, which is key. You must have been a little bit concerned there. Your last over went for a few, but then you got a key wicket. Yeah, I guess it's always tough when um, the wind, you know, is going right into the left-hander's arc. So, I mean, I try to keep it out of his, out of his arc, but it's tough when Morgan's going. So, yeah, obviously happy to get the wicket at the end, but, um, you know, I think the way we bowled after that was, was pretty pretty well. Yeah, because they were uh, in keeping with the run rate that you people had established with the bat, and uh, they hadn't lost those wickets. When, when that wicket fell, the, the run rate dropped away too, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, on, on that wicket, you know, it was, a, it was a good surface and, you know, when the wind's gusting like it was today, it can be quite tough to defend. So I think credit has to go, you know, the way Tix came back and bowled at last over, got, you know, key, key wicket of Vince there. And um, from there, you know, we were regularly able to get wickets. So, um, yeah, obviously looking forward, it was, it, was, it was a good win and I'm happy to move on to the next ground at Napier and, you know, another challenge again with, with the new dimensions as well. How did you feel about the 180? Did you think that was a good winning score or was it just a barely defendable at that stage, the way the pitch was playing? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good wicket. You know, I think we were you know, happy-ish with, it's probably just above par or even par 180, but you know, with the wind and, and making one side quite short, it can be quite tough to, to defend. So you know, we're happy, um, but we needed to bowl well up front and you know, they, they got off on us a little bit, but you know, we kept managing to get wickets through the middle, which was key and um, you know, happy to get that win. Well, the Grunholm's batting came to the fore again. Yeah, he's loving that number four spot, so um, it's always entertaining when he's going. You never know if he's going to hold out or, or hit one for six. So, um, you know, when he's scoring runs, you know, it kind of gives us that, you know, where the middle order and lower order can actually come out and go from ball one, which is which is needed, I guess, to, to on these flat wickets to get a big score. Yeah, it was pretty important too, the last few overs, so you had to play a part in that as well, just to get that score up to the 180 mark, because it seemed as though scoring wasn't quite that easy as the ball got older. Yeah, I think, you know, um, I think Karen got a couple of tail in there, so there was a little bit of reverse, but, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's the key thing. I think if you can take wickets and then put pressure on the early batter, you know, it's not easy to start. It was probably a little bit slow, but, you know, once you're in, then you can, you know, um, make hay. So I guess that was the thing, you know, trying to rotate early and then go from there. Two one-ups better than two one-down, isn't it? Oh, you did right, was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, congratulations, and we look forward to Napier. Yeah, thank you. Radio Sports Summer of Cricket, the podcast with Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand.